following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Guys, happy end of fantasy season. Uh, in the most case, happy Wednesday. Welcome to week 17's finale. Week 18's almost underway. And uh, we we did it, guys. Hopefully some of us, most of us won money. I know I won uh, two of two of eight leagues. I won place third in another. Uh, not necessarily the outcome we would have wanted this year. But also, to be fair, a lot of COVID, a lot of other issues going on. You did what you did. You did, you did what you could, and hopefully, I was able to help uh, pilot a strong enough roster to face those issues. Guys, welcome to Fantasy Beast and where to find them. I am Kyle Rainey. Uh, we're here to talk about the week that was Week Seventeen. In most cases, Fantasy Championship Week, and uh, the games that happened. There, there's no Thursday to discuss here. Uh, when you hear from us on Friday, we'll actually be talking about the year-end rankings. So I am going to leave that off this week. We're not going to f- talk about who finished where, as we'll really hit on that on Friday. Uh, we'll talk about some daily fantasy options for the upcoming week as well. But guys, uh, we're here. It's done. Hopefully it worked out for you. Hopefully you can say that... You know, we gave you some help here on the podcast. I know we've got some good listenership still. And hopefully the Fantasy Black Book as well uh, from Mr. Joe P. Zapia. Hopefully they helped out as well. I know he was a big source in, uh, in how we built our teams and how well we, how we produce going through. Uh, without further ado, though, guys, we'll get on to quarterbacks here. Uh, an interesting week. Another guy who... Back-to-back weeks had a top week. We'll get into the 10th place quarterback, though, with 18.1 points. Trey Lance comes in, uh, has himself a decent day. Beats out some of the other top young quarterbacks in the league. Uh, Justin Herbert's off this list. He's not top 10. Stafford's not top 10. Number 9, a guy who's a front-runner for the MVP of the season. Aaron Rodgers has 19.8 points this week. Number 8, an ugly game throwing. But he comes in at 8 on the week. Josh Allen has 20.1 points in an absolute dismantling of the Atlanta Falcons. Number 7, another top name on this list, uh, Patrick Mahomes with 20.5 points. Number 6, one of our favorite rookies this year out of the draft. We really liked this, the position he fell into. Uh, and he really shows off in, in Fantasy Championship Week. Mac Jones with 22.2 points. Number 5, a bounce back, a guy who was hurt a lot in the uh, mid part of the season. Didn't exactly put together great games, but Kyler Murray 
ranks himself fifth here. He is 22.4 points. Number four, another guy dealt with a decent amount of injuries in the middle of the season, missed a game or two, really hit a an ugly spot and in heading into playoffs, but he kind of corrected it. Dak Prescott with 23 points even. Number three here, a guy who in all but in most cases fell off. He he, he was injured, same exact thing. The, I mean, we have three in a row here who dealt with injuries in the middle of the season, uh, but even upon coming back, didn't do much. Russ Wilson with 27.4 points. He threw four touchdowns this week. Number two on the week in a huge comeback, uh, a game in which they were damn near all but counted out his number two receiver, Antonio Brown, up and leaves in the third quarter. Tom Brady has 28 points in a comeback victory over the Jets. And number one, a guy who really is just soaring up draft boards for next year, with all accounts should be a top six fantasy quarterback taken. And if he's not, you should be drafting him as that. Joe Burrow comes in with 36 points. His last two weeks really just absolutely killing it for Cincinnati. In terms of fantasy points, and that's coming off of a bad week one or week one of fantasy championships, 12.5 points. But uh, Baltimore week, 40.1. Kansas City week, 36 points. Four touchdowns in each game. Um, an absolute great performance by him in the fantasy playoffs. In most cases, somebody probably won leagues for you. So Joe Burrow, your fantasy championship MVP at quarterback. Uh, On to running back, though. Not a huge week for running backs, and if it was... You probably got killed in the back half by Najee Harris. But starting it off here, we'll, we'll actually give an honorable mention. Uh, Jonathan Taylor didn't have a bad week. He came in at 12, 20.4 points. Uh, number 11, a guy who we talked up heavily on this podcast, he didn't get much shine all year, finally gets to play with Antonio Gibson missing time. Jared Patterson is a 20.8 point week, uh, a fantasy savior for probably some. Uh, but number 10 on your list, he's your 10th uh, 10th ranked this week. From the New Orleans Saints, Elvin Kamara, 21 points even. Number 9 on the list, uh, from Tennessee, he had a two-touchdown game. F- up and down all year, man. After they lost Derrick Henry, you didn't really know who it was going to be. But uh, Deonta Foreman with 21.2 points. Number 8, again, you couldn't tell who was going to be your, your top dog here in Green Bay, and this might... This might really change how you draft these guys next year. But uh, A.J. Dillon, 22.3 points here for him. Number seven, a guy who I feel like most teams didn't get in the championship with him as he missed a lot of weeks here. But Elijah Mitchell, Eli Mitchell, uh, might be making San Fran look stupid for drafting uh, Trey Sermon here. Mitchell comes in with 23 points even. He was red hot when he was healthy and active. Uh, So we'll see if that continues for next year. But... A big game for him. Number six, uh, we have Boston Scott, 24.6 points for him. Number five, a guy that Gary, uh, when Gary was helping out here, and obviously Gary hopefully will help out with uh, draft coverage this year, but he was super high on him out of the draft. Ramondre Stevenson, 24.7 points. Number four, a guy I don't think a lot of people would have guessed here. Devin Singletary out of Buffalo has 25 points on the week. A huge game for him. Over 100 yards, two touchdowns. Number three, a guy I was high on, a guy I actually sat a top 10 running back for the season for in my fantasy championship. Uh, big move there. Daryl Williams from Kansas City, he puts up 25.7 points this week. Great week for him. Number two, uh, the Monday night dagger for a lot of championships. He either won you a championship 
lost you a championship or he wasn't in a championship. Najee Harris, 31.6 points. And number one, coming out of nowhere, a guy who did nothing all year. He's making Seattle he's making Seattle have to think again here. Um But we we've got a lot going on with Rashad Penny. Two or three of the last four weeks, 28.6, 6.4, 21.5, 34.5. Uh Penny came on red hot down the stretch and possibly won you a championship if you had him on your team. But now on to wide receivers for the week. Um, we had three guys eclipse 30 points this week. We had a plethora of other big scoring players. We'll start it off here. A guy who I talked a lot about during the preseason. He didn't even have a spot on the roster for most of the year. I drafted him actually rather high in uh, in some dynasty leagues here. I think I've caught him since. But uh, Christian Wilkinson from New England. Two touchdown game, 20.2 points. Uh, maybe showing that he deserves a roster spot next year. Somebody to keep an eye on. Number nine on the week, a guy who should probably, I don't think he'll be drafted as a top 10 receiver. I think injuries played a lot into this, but he should be drafted as a high-end uh, wide receiver two next year. Just a volume monster. Hunter Renfro, 20.6 points on the week if you're ninth ranked. Number Eight, another New England receiver here. New England really threw the ball well if that hasn't been clarified yet. Uh, but Jacoby Meyer with 21.3 points himself. Number seven, the king of fantasy this year, Cooper Cup, 21.5 points. Uh, a lot of plays, a lot of players had him in their championship. Cooper Cup was the pleasant surprise of the year and hopefully helped you win that league. I know he helped me win mine. Number six, Wide receiver Zay Jones really coming on hot here in the back of the year. Vegas finally figured out how to utilize him, unlock him. He had 21.9 points. Number five, a guy who I could see taking a roster spot away here. Would not actually shock me at all to see Jameson Crowder lose a roster spot. And the Jets rolling with Braxton Berrios out of the slot. Braxton Berrios had some big, big weeks when he was actually given the chance to shine here. Or he goes to New England and becomes the next uh, small white slot receiver for New England. Started the year hot, dis- disappeared when the Jets roster got healthy, and then finished the year hot. Um, outside of week 15, in which he only had one catch but still had 10 fantasy points, he had 10, 6, and 12 down the stretch receptions. Uh, but Braxton Berrios puts up a 25.7 point game. Number four this week. Uh, a little bit of a bounce back. He disappeared in the back half of the year. Seattle is a team disappeared in the back half of the year, though. DK Metcalf, 30.9 points. Number three, this team has been red hot. You never knew who they were going to go to outside of this player. Devontae Adam, 32.6 points. Uh, the true king of Green Bay. You weren't throwing at anybody else. Aaron Rodgers was your guy, but does he return to Green Bay? Number two this week. This has been my guy. We talked him up a lot during uh, the preseason. We really liked the spot he landed in. And then we got even better news when we were able to see that spot turn into something as prolific as being number one targets in uh, in Detroit. Uh, Amon St. Brown continuing this usage, 37.4 points this week. Just he, he projectiled himself from being a top 70 player to finishing as a wide receiver two on the back half of the season. And that was literally all off of the last five games of the year. Did not eclipse 15 points from week one to week 12. 
And then it's almost like Detroit figured out what they had in this kid. Uh, and we saw just the light bulb click. Detroit goes on to hang 12 targets, 12 targets, 11, 11, 11. And I'll tell you right now, guys, you don't got to be the best player in the world to know that fantasy volume is king. If they're going to continue to throw the ball to a minor St. Brown as this level of next year, you got to make sure you're getting him early and often drafts. Uh, I don't care who the quarterback is. They, he did it with everybody. Tim Tim Blow, two games with 11 targets. Um, the Jared Goff games, 12, 12, and 11. He has been great, and I think he's just only going to get better next year. Obviously, coming out as a rookie this year, you're going to see that hopefully grow. Uh, and your number one wide receiver, I, I can't talk up rookies enough here. We had one that finished in the top five. Uh, a guy that I was not necessarily sold on this year, and he's making me eat my words, that's for damn sure. Jabbar Chase, 55.6 points this week. Absolutely shattering records. Winning leagues if you had them. Um, just mind-boggling the numbers he put up this year. And the thing is, it's the consistency we, we didn't like, and we saw that some games. He, he's still the number five. And you have games where he's catching less than 50% of passes. If he can tune in and, and fix that, this kid's going to be the... This kid will be better than Justin Jefferson was this year, next year, without a problem. I mean, the Kansas City game, he's 11 of 12, 266, three touchdowns. He is in tune. And then you go to the Denver game, he's one of four, three yards total. Um, I mean... 3 of 3 for 39 against Pittsburgh. He only has 6 points. The Cleveland game week 9, 6 of 13 for 49 yards, only got 8.9 points. But I mean, so many of these games he's over 20 points. He has the ability to just be a game breaker when he's going to tune it in and figure out is it does he want to be the best pro? Cuz honestly, this kid's got the talent to potentially be one of the best receivers in the league ever. Um but enough of that. We saw what he did last week, and I'm sure a lot of people are either upset or in love with him after that. And on to the last one here, guys. We've got the tight end ranking, a guy that I actually uh, shit-talked a bit. I've always been a fan of him, and he really wasn't putting it on the field. Kind of put it together finally this past week. We'll start back at 10. Uh, number 10 on the week. I'm wrong. Number 10 on the week with 11.1 points is uh, Zach Ertz from Arizona. He, he had a consistent amount of points down the stretch, but I I mean, there's a lot of players you could expect to do better next year. I don't think Ertz deserves to be drafted as a top 10 tight end unless he goes and signs someplace that's going to utilize him heavily. But at the same time, look what happened this year with New England and uh, Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith. Neither of those guys really panned out as the top, the top eight tight end people drafted them as. Uh, number nine this week, a guy who had a lot of high volume and then did not produce at all, Anthony Ferksker, uh, 11.4 points, tied with number eight ahead of him. Uh, Dalton Schultz, really a huge breakout candidate, starting to become one of the better tight ends in the league there in Dallas, uh, 11.4 for him as well. Number six, Cleveland's David Njoku, 12.8 points. That you gotta wonder if that's just really who's there and who's around him. Uh, because when Hooper's there, Hooper gets more targets than him. There's such a mess of talent there. Are they going to get a better tight end than ba- or a better quarterback? Is Baker done there? Uh, all to be figured out this offseason. Number six on the week, though, 12.9 points for Los Angeles Rams' Tyler Higbee. Number five, 
13.1 points for Philadelphia's Dallas Godert. Number four, 13.4 points for Travis Kelsey. Number three, 14.9 points for Mark Andrews. Number two, 20.5 points for Rob Gronkowski having himself a decent day. Apparently, according to some people, the uh, the root of the problems with the Antonio Brown issues. But number one, uh, after saying he's had some down weeks in, in the last couple weeks, Albert Okbogwanum had kind of worked himself into the role higher. Noah Fontbox or bounces back with 21.2 points. A decent day there for him. Um... We've got some some interesting games. It was it was not your average week. I mean, we got storylines left and right from this past week. Starting off though, Tennessee, Miami, Tennessee absolutely just shellacks Miami, puts himself in control. They clinch the AFC South, and they can potentially still win the uh, the first seed in the AFC. Thirty four to three, not a really pretty game for either team though. Tua Tungavailoa, 18 of 38, 205 yards, one pick, four sacks, and a grand total of one rushing yard on uh, two attempts there for Tua. Not much leading the way here. Duke Johnson, 49 yards on the ground, seven yards average, but uh, they just they couldn't get in a groove here. Mike Kosecki, 451. Jalen Waddle, only three of 47. Not exactly setting the world on fire for a guy who's been red hot as of late. The Titans on the other end. A grand total of 13 of 18 for Ryan Tannehill, 120 yards, two touchdowns. Deontay Foreman, 132 yards, one touchdown. Um, A.J. Brown, two of 41 yards. Ferksker and Swain, the tight ends, with the two receiving touchdowns. Buffalo Bills beat the Atlanta Falcons 29-15. to An interesting game there. Uh, Atlanta sees a touchdown callback as Matt Ryan uh, comes down moment short and then takes a 15-yard taunting penalty uh, to take them out of scoring range. Matt Ryan, 13 of 28, 197 yards, sacked five times. Mike Davis, 42 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Cordero Patterson, 28 yards on the ground, two for 24 through the air. Kyle Pitts leads the way receiving six or two of 69, his longest being 61 yards. Uh, the Bills, on the other hand, Josh Allen, a grotesque day throwing 11 of 26, 120 yards and three interceptions. Bills fans that are saying they don't want a uh, dome on the stadium might be reconsidering that after that game. Uh, also though, adds 15 rushes, 81 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. Devin Singletary, 23 of 110 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. Steph Diggs, five of 52. Gabe Davis, three of 40, including a huge first down catch on the sideline toe tap. And Cole Beasley, 2 of 22. The Bills defense really showing the day off there. The Jacksonville Jaguars, New England Patriots. The Patriots win 50 to 10 here. Um, Mac Jones just absolutely shellacks him. All out kills him. Trevor Lawrence, 17 of 27, 193 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. Dare Ogan Bonwale, he has nine rushes for 36 yards, adds two catches, 32 yards, and a touchdown. Laquan Treadwell, the top receiver of the day again, 6 of 87 for Jacksonville. I'm wondering if uh, Laquan Treadwell is finally stepping out as the first-round pick they thought he was. We've seen a lot of him in Jacksonville lately, and he's been a leading receiver there. Not necessarily a good sign, but he's been the re- leading receiver there. New England, 
Mac Jones, 22 of 30, 227 yards, three touchdowns. Ramondre Stevenson, 19 rushes, 107 yards, two touchdowns. Damian Harris, 35 yards, two touchdowns. Kendrick Bourne, five of 76 yards receiving. Jacoby Meyer, eight of 73, one touchdown. And uh, Christian Wilkinson, four of 42, two touchdowns. And a absolute full-on shellacking from New England. The Raiders and the Colts. Raiders beat the Colts 23-20. Put a real damper on Indy's uh, season here, possibly. If Indy loses to Jacksonville, the this upcoming Sunday's game with the Chargers and Raiders at 8-20, if both teams decide that they want to tie and Indy loses early in the day, they can both make the playoffs and eliminate Indy with a tie. Something we haven't seen really in the NFL. Will be interesting to see if that's how we see it this uh, this weekend. Going back though, Raiders Colts 23-20 Raiders victory. Derek Carr 24 of 31, 255, one touchdown, two interceptions. Josh Jacobs 63 and a touchdown on the ground. Zay Jones 8 of 120. Hunter Renfro 7 of 76 and a touchdown. The Colts on the other hand, Carson Wentz 16 of 28, 148, one touchdown. Jonathan Taylor, 20 rushes, 108 yards, one rushing touchdown. Michael Pittman, 6 of 47, no touchdowns. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, the New York Jets. Buccaneers at one point were down 24 to 17, and they storm back and win 28 to 27. Antonio Brown, the highlight of this game as he takes off his uniform, Takes off a shirt and his gloves, throws him into the stands, and leaves the stadium midway through the game. Tom Brady, 34 of 50, 410 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Kayvon, or Keyshawn Vaughn, eight rushes, 31 yards. The leading rusher on the day, Ronald Jones, gets injured. He was 10 of 26 at the time of injury. Ron Gron- or Rob Gronkowski, 7 of 115 receiving. Cyril Grayson, 6 of 81, one touchdown. Mike Evans, 4 of 47, one touchdown. Ugly game here if you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, but they won nonetheless. Uh, Zach Wilson, 19 of 33, 234 yards, one touchdown. Michael Carter, three rushes, 54 yards. Uh, you got to get the ball in this kid's hand more. I don't understand what the Jets coaching staff is doing. I get he's probably not fully healthy, but like 18-yard average is, is huge here. Granted, his longest rush was 55 yards, so that tells you everything you really need to know. Braxton Barrios, 8 of 65, one touchdown. Ty Johnson, five rushes, 35 yards, and three catches for 47 yards. An ugly, ugly game there. The Rams and the Ravens. The Rams win 2019. That locks up the Bills' playoff berth. Uh, Matt Stafford, 26 of 35, 309 yards, two touchdowns, two picks. Sony Michelle, 74 yards on the ground, one touchdown. Cooper Cup, six of 95 in a touch. Odell Beckham Jr., 5 of 39 and a touch. Tyler Higby, 6 of 69. Nice. The Baltimore Ravens, on the other hand, Tyler Huntley starts the game 20 of 32, 197 yards, one interception. Deonta, you know, Devonta Foreman has 76 yards on the ground. A game where Justin Tucker holds all of it down. Four field goals on the day. And I believe the pick six. Yep, they're only scoring their only touchdown on the day was the pick six intercepted by Chris Clark, or Chuck Clark, sorry. So, yeah, uh, Baltimore's offense remains stagnant, 
as they are on the outside looking in currently. The Eagles and the Washington football team. Philadelphia wins 20-16. to Not even the story of the day here. Jalen Hurts, 17 of 26, 214 yards. Only sacked one time. Uh, rushes for 44 yards and avoids a crowd full of people that fall on him. As Eagles fans swarm the guardrail as the Philadelphia quarterback comes off the field. The guardrail snaps and about 10 fans plummet. A solid four to five feet onto the tunnel way uh, as the guardrail gives way in Washington football team. They just kind of put a couple uh, zip ties up to fix that. Dallas Gordon leads by receiving six of 71. Boston Scott, 47 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Washington football team, Taylor Heineke, 27 of 36, 247, one interception. Jarrett Patterson, 57 yards, one touchdown on the ground, five of 41 through the air. Terry McLaren, seven of 61 receiving. The New York Giants, Chicago Bears. The Giants could not have looked more like a team that does not belong in the NFL than this game. Um, Chicago beats beats them, obviously, pretty mercifully. Giants, Mike Lennon, 4 of 11 for 24 yards and two interceptions. Saquon Barkley has 101, or 102 yards on the day. Devontae Booker has 46 yards on the day. Your only two pass catchers, David Sills, wide receiver, and Evan Ingram, tight end. Chicago Bears, on the other hand, Andy Dalton, 18 of 35, 173 yards, one touchdown, one pick, two sacks. David Montgomery, 64 yards, two rushing touchdowns. Darnell Mooney, 7 of 69, and a touchdown himself. The Kansas City Chiefs, Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals fight back, win this game 34-31. Patrick Mahomes, 26 of 35, 259, two touchdowns. Darrell Williams, 88 yards rushing, two touchdowns on the ground. He adds two of 31. Nope, that's Demarcus Robinson. He adds uh, three of 19 on air through the air. Nicole Hardman, one of 53, most receiving yards on the day. Tariq Hill, six of 40. Travis Kelsey, 5 of 25, and a touchdown. The Bengals, Joe Burrow, 30 of 39, 446, four touchdowns, sacked four times. Joe Mixon, 46 yards rushing, 7 of 40 on, or through the air. Jamar Chase, 11 of 266, three touchdowns. Tiggins, 3 of 62. And Tyler Boyd, 4 of 36, and a touchdown himself. The Broncos and the Chargers. Chargers come back and throttle the Broncos, 34 to 13. Uh, Drew Locke. Leads way, if you want to call it that. Passing 18 of 25, 245 yards, one touchdown. Kendall Hinton, one of one for one pa- one yard passing. Melvin Gordon, 43 yards on the ground. Javante Williams, 30 yards on the ground. Obviously, they need to fix this quarterback spot to have these running backs be efficient. No font, 6 of 92 and one touchdown. The Chargers, on the other hand, Justin Herbert, 22 of 31, 237, two touchdowns. Austin Eckler, 58 yards on the ground. 3 of 54 through the air and 1 rushing touchdown. Mike Williams, 3 of 63 in a touch. Keenan Allen, 4 of 44 in a touch. The Houston Texans lose to the 49ers, 23-7. Houston, Davis Mills is 21 of 32, 163 in a touch. Rex Burkhead, 47 yards on the ground, 6 of 32 through the air. Brandon Cooks leads the way, 7 of 66 in a touchdown. Receiving... The 49ers, Trey Lance, 16 of 23, 249, two touchdowns, one pick. He will add eight for 31 on the ground. Eli Mitchell, 119 on the ground, uh, two of 11 and a touchdown through the air. 
Brandon Ayuk, 4 of 94 yards receiving. Debo Samuel, 3 of 63 and a touchdown. He had 19 yards rushing. It'll be interesting for him next year, uh, kind of getting that Curtis Samuel role where he's going to be all over the offense. And on to 4 o'clock games here, guys. The Cardinals, the Cowboys. Cardinals beat the Cowboys 25-22 after everybody thinks the Cardinals are going to lay down and die. Kyler Murray, 26 of 38, 263, two touchdowns. Chase Edmonds, 53 yards on the ground, adding in another 5 of 29 through the air. Kyler Murray, 44 yards on the ground. Christian Kirk, 6 of 79. AJ Green, 3 of 74. Zach Ertz, 7 of 41. Uh, Antoine Weasley, 4 of 30 and a touch and two touchdowns for uh, the rather unknown Dallas Cowboys. Dak Prescott, 24 of 38. 226, three touchdowns for him. 20 yards rushing. He outrushes Zeke, uh, Zeke Elliott, who has 16 yards rushing. Dalton Schultz, 6 of 54. CeeDee Lamb, 3 of 51. Michael Gallup, 3 of 36. One touchdown and one torn ACL. That's right, guys. In the touchdown play, he destroyed his knee. The Detroit Lions and the Seattle Seahawks. What an ugly game. Seattle wins 51 to 29 here, guys. We get Detroit Tim or Tim Boyle, 22 of 37, 263, two touchdowns, three picks. DeAndre Swift, four rushes, 38 yards. You would think they'd give him the ball more, averaging eight yards a carry. Amonor St. Brown has two rushes, 23 yards, one touchdown, eight receptions, 111 yards, and one touchdown. So two touchdown day for St. Brown. Uh, Jamal Williams here, 11 rushes, 22 yards, one touchdown. Kaderil Hodge, 5 of 76 to be the second leading receiver with Detroit. Seattle, on the other hand, Russ Wilson, 20 of 29, 236, four touchdowns, one sack. Rashad Penny, 170 yards, two touchdowns, rushing. Uh, Freddie Swain, 2 of 65. DK Metcalf, 6 of 63, three touchdowns for him. Tyler Lockett adds a touchdown as well. The Carolina Panthers, New Orleans Saints, the Saints win 18 to 10 over the Panthers. Carolina, Sam Darnold, 17 of 26, 132, one reception. Shuba Hubbard leads the way rushing, 55 and a touchdown. Ian Thomas, your leading receiver, 3 of 33. The Saints, Taysom Hill, 17 of 28, 222, one touchdown, 45 yards rushing. Alvin Kamara, 32 yards rushing, five catches, 68 yards, and one touchdown. Marquez Callaway, 6 of 97 yards there. The Sunday night game, the Vikings and the Packers. Uh, an ugly game here for the Vikings as they don't even really have much at quarterback. Strong Mannion gets the start, 22 of 36, 189 yards, one touchdown. Calamon goes 2 of 3 for 5 yards. Strong Mannion leads the way rushing for 14 yards. Delvin Cook had 9 rushes for 13 yards. Um, Justin Jefferson, 6 of 58. KJ Osborne, 3 of 50 and 1 touchdown. The Packers, on the other hand, Aaron Rodgers, 29 of 38, 288, 2 touchdowns. Jordan Love gets in the game, 2 of 4 for 19 yards. Eight, um, Aaron Jones leads the way rushing, 8 for 76, his longest being 28. But AJ, er, uh, AJ Dillon leads the way here, 14 of 63, 2 rushing touchdowns. Devontae Adam, 11 of 136, one touchdown. Alan Lazard, 6 of 72, one touchdown. 
And last but not least, the Monday night game, the emotional, heartfelt game, Ben Roethlisberger's last game at Heinz Field. The Steelers beat the Browns 26-14. Baker Mayfield, 16 of 38, 185. Two touchdowns, two picks. Nick Chubb, 58 yards on the ground. Not much past that. Donovan Peoples-Jones, 3 of 76. Jarvis Landry, 4 of 43. An ugly game there for the Browns. Pittsburgh on the other hand, not exactly a great game for Ben. 24 of 46, 123 yards, one touchdown, one pick, two sacks. Najee Harris, 188 yards on the ground, one touchdown. Ray-Ray McLeod leads the way with yardage, 4 of 35. Deontay Johnson goes 8 of 31 and a touchdown. Guys, that will do it. When we come back on Friday, we'll be talking about the top uh, probably 15 at each position and where we expect them to be next year in fantasy playoffs and fantasy standings. Uh, shout out to our sponsors. Check out Jeanette at the Harapy Sessions Buffalo. Check out our friend Charlie at Renegade Studios. Check out at theplatter.box on Instagram for our friend Damien. He's got charcuterie boards, dessert trays, all of the above. And last but not least, because what goes better with football than chicken wings, guys? That's right. Check out our friend Kyle down at Chicken Dippin' out of Corpus Christi, Texas. Uh, if you are interested in what this product is, check them out online at chickendippin.com or on their Instagram at chicken underscore dippin'. If you any or decide you want to order anything, use code SPREAD716 and you can get a 15% off discount from your total purchase. But guys, until next time, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts and we will show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.